business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters, taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Welcome to Market Edge with Glenn Engler. Get ready to hear perspectives on social media and digital marketing that will help you gain insight into the unique opportunities and challenges facing marketers and thought leaders today. Now, now please welcome your host, a Fortune 500 industry figure in the marketing and communications world for more than 25 years and Chief Executive Officer of Digital Influence Group, the host of Market Edge, Glenn Engler. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Glenn Engler, CEO of Digital Influence Group, a full-service digital marketing agency that helps companies unlock the social potential of their brands and amplify its impact to drive business results. Today, I'll be talking about marketing in the insurance sector with Bob Wasserman, Senior Vice President of Marketing and E-Business at Allstate, the nation's largest publicly held personal lines insurer. As Senior Vice President, Bob is responsible for partnering with business leaders across the enterprise in developing Allstate's overarching e-business strategy to deepen customer relationships, effectively and dynamically interact with consumers and customers through social media, e-commerce, and mobile technologies, and identify new online revenue streams. Bob is also responsible for direct and online marketing programs, including direct mail, email, online advertising, paid search, and direct response television. Bob joined Allstate in July of 2009, and his background includes over 25 years of experience in sales, marketing, internet commerce, and operations across a variety of industries. It's great to have you on Market Edge, Bob. Welcome. Great. Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate the invitation and look forward to chatting with you. Okay, so for our listeners who may not be familiar with everything that Allstate Insurance does, can you just go over a real brief overview of the company and how you're different from the other insurance providers that are out there? Sure. Well, I would suspect with the amount of advertising we do in our presence on college football that most folks are going to be familiar with Allstate. But a little background on the company, we've been around for over 80 years, and we have 70,000 employees and agents who serve customers throughout the United States and Canada. And while we are best known for being in the auto insurance and home insurance businesses, we also provide other services to both consumers and to business customers, things like life insurance, retirement products and services, as well as other policies to help protect the other belongings that customers have. In terms of what makes us different, you know, you, you've probably heard this before, Glenn, but I really would have to focus in on our people. I've been with Allstate for a little bit over three years, and early on I started to hear the phrase of people bleeding blue. And you quickly learn to experience that. Our folks really care about their customers, and they demonstrate that commitment every day. You know, recently with the horrible superstorm that hit the East Coast, you really see the people, whether it's our agents or our customers, excuse me, our employees, going out of the way to make sure customers are taken care of. So kind of in summary, I think it's our people and their dedication, the resources that are available to them, and our focus on the customer. That's great, and certainly see it through the, the marketing and advertisement with that unbelievable voice, and Dennis Haysbert is just to die for. Um, so uh, you, my intro and what you just described, you have a very broad role as SVP of marketing and e-business. So file under inquiring minds want to know, what's the day in the life of Bob Wasserman look like? 
lots of meetings. And by the way, I wish I did have Dennis Haysbert's voice. It would be a whole lot more compelling to listen to me right now. You and me Um, both. But, you know, there's a variety of programs that my team is responsible, and you highlighted them. Um, Typically, we will be working internally with other parts of the business, areas like technology, marketing communications, our claims organization, or our sales organization, on identifying needs, whether those be consumer needs or potentially needs for our channels, and then working on programs that will help them deliver those. You know, as you described the responsibilities of my team, you know, most folks are going to be familiar with the direct marketing programs or online marketing. But in addition, my team gets involved with web services, whether that be online sales and service or new capabilities that we're going to be deploying on behalf of our agents. Uh, For example, we manage websites and social content that helps our agents connect and serve to customers throughout the the United States and Canada here. And um, you've teed up agents a couple times, uh, and it really does seem that, that in many circumstances the agents are the face of the Allstate brand. So how do you as an organization, a marketing organization, work with the local agents to ensure they effectively represent the brand, and since they really are more often than not, the face of the organization? Yeah, it's it's a great question. Um, I think our agents are a tremendous advantage for us. And that being said, they're also an important way that consumers choose to interact with Allstate. If you think about customers, a lot of them do start their shopping or buying online. But at the end of the day, they're going to look to a local agent who can help ensure that they are buying the right products and services they need to protect the things that are important to them. In terms of how they represent the brand, you know, we have to start with the fact that agents care deeply about the brand, and they also care deeply about their customers. So part of our job is to provide them with the tools, resources, and training to help take advantage and leverage capabilities that are made available For example, we encourage their participation in social media, but we also provide a lot of help for them to take advantage of new and emerging capabilities so they can be where their customers are. And, you know, you're right, Glenn. Agents really are the face of Allstate in the communities that they're in, so we encourage them to be available and be helpful and, really importantly, be a valuable member of the communities in which they live and work. And it's really interesting because you think about insurance, which, with all due respect, is a category that a lot of people just don't want to think about or talk about, yet in that wonderful time of need, you have these stories. And uh, just to your point about the um, the personality of the brand, that's exactly when that human touch, face, voice is uh, is so incredibly important after that car accident or if something happens to the home. That's got to be so critical as you guys think about the customer experience. Yeah, I mean, that that's really the reason that we're here. And, you know, as I think about Allstate, and frankly, it was one of the reasons I chose to join the company in the first place, is it was communicated in every single meeting that we really exist to take care of customers when bad things happen. And it's important that we remember that. It's important that we always humanize mm. the fact that while we are a big company, the whole reason this business is here is to help people out if something bad happens and help bring them back to normal or close to normal. Yeah, it's really fascinating. So in your career, you've held marketing, e-commerce, a variety of different types of positions with companies like Rewards Network, Ameritech, AT&T. What was the impetus behind the move into the world of insurance? Uh, there was really a couple of things that came into that decision. One was the point I just made, which is I really liked 
the business that we are in here. And I like the fact that it was important enough to our CEO and all of his direct reports to make sure that I understood the mission and vision of this company. So, you know, that kind of gets into it's the right company. Yep. Obviously, it also had to be the right job, and it was a chance to build an organization within Allstate. So my responsibilities when I came in was to establish an e-business team. And lastly, it was the fit or feel. As I talked with individuals within the company, I liked the people. They were smart. They were focused on the right things. And it seemed like an organization that I would enjoy working with. And, you know, enjoyment and fun is part of the equation. <laughs> it's really important. You got that right. So as you've worked in a, a bunch of different industries and now you're in the world of insurance, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced working in an in industry that's as highly regulated as the insurance category is? Yeah, I first of all, I think you just have to accept the fact that we are in a regulated business, and I've worked in regulated industries in the past, and yes, it adds additional requirements or complexity to the business, but we also need to make sure that we don't use this as an excuse to not focus on our customers. Mm. You know, specifically answering your question, Glenn, it, it probably is the state-by-state -state variance in regulation more than the fact that we are regulated. So what I can do will vary a bit by geography, so it affects consistency, it affects some of our speed, and maybe even some of the timing of introducing capabilities to our customers. And are there unique aspects of uh, digital marketing or specifically social media that's really unique in this sector because of that? Yeah, you actually made a point earlier when you talked about how people generally feel about insurance, and then when something you know bad happens, that's really the time when you really need that human touch. Yep. So if you think about other industries, if you think about digital marketing and social, it's often about deals or offers. You know, what can I get? Can I get an incentive to go somewhere? Can I get a discount to buy a product? And insurance, I really think it's about engagement. So, you know, traditionally, a lot of the interactions have been around commerce, you know, quoting, buying, billing, or yep. potentially a claim. So the uniqueness to insurance, I think, is really about engagement. How do I connect with people? How do I share information that is relevant and useful and value? And can I leverage these types of capabilities to really establish a relationship and interact with a customer or with a consumer, frankly, at a time when it's not about commerce or not about a claim situation? Right. Um, it won't be about deals and offers. Right, right, completely. So let's go to let's go upstream into the world of branding and advertising. Obviously, um, I think you're right. Absolutely, uh, every listener has heard, touched, or seen some Allstate, and certainly the the iconic line around uh, "You're in good hands." And as we referenced, Dennis Haysbert and that phenomenal voice. But in uh, you've been there since 2009, and you guys, I think, shortly thereafter launched a completely different campaign as a complement, which is the Mayhem series. Um, can you talk a little bit about the thinking behind Mayhem and how that's completely taken advantage of the social space over the past couple of years? Yeah, as, as we introduced Mayhem, its purpose was multifold. Number one was to try and break through some of the clutter that was out there in the market. You know, consumers were getting hit with nonstop messaging from a variety of companies 
that were all about switch and save. And frankly, I think it was confusing to a consumer. Yeah. And second of all, it really focused only on the price component of insurance. And we believe that there's a lot more to the decision than price. You certainly need to be competitive, but at the end of the day, you need a company that you can count on. So Mayhem did a couple of things for us. First of all, it helped break through. It got people's attention. And in an engaging and entertaining way, it really drove the point home that, you know, stuff is going to happen. And when it happens, you're going to need a company that you can count on. So, you know, people like to talk about mayhem. They like to share information. They like to dress up like mayhem for Halloween. And uh, I think probably one of the best demonstrations here is there's over a million people on Facebook who are fans of mayhem right now. Yep. Yeah, and it's certainly talk value for sure. And, and it's it's fascinating to watch what certainly appears to be very successfully a huge brand like Allstate um, able to balance those two brand campaigns. And they're clearly consistent and ladder up to the, the value proposition of Allstate, but really brought to life differently, whether it's in college football or on um, television or social, seems to all work together really well. Absolutely. Dennis is about the reassurance and comfort and confidence and reinforces the value of the company and of the local agent. And Mayhem helps get people's attention in ways to think a bit more broadly about insurance than just focusing on, gee, let's switch and try and save some money along the way. Right. And to your point about storytelling, everybody's got their own little story of mayhem, perhaps not as dramatic as <laughs> some of the examples brought to life, but it, it's a, it, there's great talk value there. It's very impressive. You bet. It's going to happen, and then you need to take care of things when they do. Right. So you guys released fairly recently um, a iPhone app that I believe is called the Digital Locker, and um, maybe you can explain it a little further for the listeners. As I understand it, it allows customers to store information about their homes and property in the cloud. Um, will you describe it, give a little background, and talk a little bit about the problem that it's solving for customers? Sure. Well, first of all, in deference to my friends at Google, it's also available on the Droid okay. and uh, certainly <laughs> on the web as well. Um, we've had several versions of Digital Locker over the last few years, and it's intended to be an easy and portable tool that can help people create, manage, store, and share their inventory of things. And, you know, when you think about it, the application is certainly well-suited to a mobile device. You know, you can carry your smartphone around your house. You can take pictures of things and automatically store and make them available. Um, it can be valuable, certainly, in the event of a claim, which was one of the starting points for this type of application. But as you talk to customers, it's also valuable just to help them keep track of things. So some of the items that they store in their digital locker are not just physical belongings, but it can be images, it can be copies of documents. So there's a variety of other items that people are putting into their digital lockers besides the hard physical assets that you typically think about with insurance. Probably the other point I would make here is we do make digital locker available not just to our customers, but to any consumer. So whether you're an Allstate customer or not, we certainly hope you are, um, certainly they can take advantage of digital locker and use it to help organize their things. So someone will download the app or um, integrate in a link into the website and start to catalog and inventory their stuff. Um, it, why would someone do that 
it's obviously time consuming, but talk a little bit more about the value proposition for that individual. Obviously it makes sense from the claim and the insurance part, but there's something you guys have landed on that you believe is a, is a unique opportunity for consumers. Say a little bit more about that. Sure. Let, let me start with the insurance side and then we'll step a little bit away from there. You know, as, as long as I have been buying insurance, which is a great many years right now, one of the things I've gotten, whether it was with my rental policies or homeowner policies, is this paper document that asks me to complete an inventory of my household <laughs> items. Yeah, it sure is. And I, I hate to admit it, but I've never filled one out, ever. And <laughs> part of it is simply time-consuming, and that's just yep. an excuse. I just haven't taken the time to do so. Digital Locker makes it easier to do that. So I've got a vehicle right now that with minimal work on my part, I can go ahead and store that information. It also gives you the ability to show other people some things you may want to share with them. It can help consumers when they go shopping, if they want to compare some of the things they have to other products or services they're looking at. But I really think the greatest advantage is to protect them and keep their life organized in the event they do have a loss. Um, you know, that could be in the event of, you know, God forbid, some sort of break-in or burglary, yeah. a fire, or even if goods are lost in transit. You know, you've got a record right now of the product and service, and if someone is highly organized, they can not only show an image of what the item was, but they can also have the receipt associated with the item so they can demonstrate what it cost. It's, it's a simple way to help organize things that in the past, frankly, would have taken quite a bit of time and probably yeah. a whole lot of paper. Right. It's brilliant. So if you're a type A or not a type A personality, rush to allstate.com and go figure out the digital locker. Um, Let us know what you think about it, please. Okay. So we're going to take a short commercial break. Please stand by, and I'll be right back with Bob Wasserman and more of the conversation. Market Edge will return in just a moment. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Market Edge, bringing you the best and brightest voices in digital marketing, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Glenn Engler. Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Glenn Engler, and I'm here today with Bob Wasserman, SVP of Marketing and eBusiness at Allstate, talking about marketing in the insurance sector. So, Bob, we were just talking about the digital locker, and you talked about iPhone or Droid app, and um, you started to touch on the world of mobile. Given that that's also an area of your responsibility, talk a little bit, if you will, about how you've seen the role of mobile application and services evolve over time in helping you guys build and maintain customer relationships. Yeah, this is an area that continues to grow. Part of it is certainly driven by smartphone adoption, I think part of it's driven by capabilities in other industries, but we haven't done a lot of marketing of our mobile capabilities per se, but every week we see an increase in the number of consumers who choose to interact with us through mobile devices. So if you take a look at mobile apps themselves, we had over a half a million customers download our applications, and we certainly have another set of customers who choose to engage with us through our mobile web rather than through an application. Um, Consumers use it to pay bills. They use it to access information, the types of products or services that they have with us. Um, Some consumers use it to file a claim. And a lot of consumers use it as an easy way to connect with their agent or with the company. Um, You know, you and I had had a joint meeting about a couple years ago, Glenn, where I had the misfortune of being rear-ended on the way there. (laughs) And I can tell you, opening up our mobile app and hitting the single button to call Allstate to start the claim process made it very easy on me. Yeah, so for the listeners, this is one of those classic. I had Bob join a panel of mine in Chicago very generously giving his time and was classic. Leave it to the guy in the insurance company to get rear-ended on the way to the panel. Um, It wasn't a lot of fun, but it made for a great opening story. It was a great opening story, better than everybody else's. Um, So we talked about mobile, we've talked about digital, talked a lot about social. Talk a little bit about search playing a role in your marketing strategy when it comes to helping customers find and connect with the local agents, not just the products and services that you have available. Yeah, I I think of search as being one of the most critical things that my team focuses in on it. Um, You know, we need to make it easy for consumers to find us, find the right content and information, and then ultimately make it easy for them to find and connect with the right agent, whether it's close to their home, close to their work, or whatever best suits their desires and whoever can best suit their needs. You know, so consumers do a lot of research these days. They will investigate companies online. They will learn more about the products and services online. They may go so far as to get a quote online, but when it comes time to actually buy, we need to make it very easy for them to then find the right resource where they want them. So as we think about search, it's really about providing not only the basics, like a good agent locator, 
but the right type of content and information mm-hmm. so a consumer can educate themselves along the way and then be connected with an agent that they look at and say, you know, this person gets me and they're in a location where I want to work with them. Right, right. Really interesting, a much broader definition of search, but makes perfect sense. So you've touched, uh, in the conversation, we've touched on a variety of things. We've touched regulated industry, differing by state. You've talked about different marketing channels. You've talked about the human side of the, of the agents. And one of the things that we're seeing a lot of with a lot of the brands, not only that we work with, but we know this is a real big challenge, is a classic who owns social and how is, quote, social handled and organized um, at, a, uh, at a company. So can you talk a little bit about as a, at a big, complex, matrix, but um, fast-moving organization like Allstate, um, let's start with who owns social? What does that mean within the walls of Allstate? Yeah, it's, I, w- I would tell you that while my team, quote, owns social, our intention isn't to wall off social from the rest of the organization, but rather to serve as a set of resources that can help the broader organization embrace and utilize social within their functional areas of the business. Um, The reason I would say that there's some ownership is there needs to be guidelines and direction for how do you use it. There needs to be some education in terms of the right ways to engage with consumers because it's not all intuitive and the level of understanding of what and how you engage through this medium varies a lot. Yep. Um, there's also some regulatory implications, going back to one of your earlier questions. But I really think the power of social isn't by controlling it within the marketing team, but rather by engaging the broader customer base. You know, you think about the power of getting those, you know, 70,000 employees and agents that I referenced to participate in these types of forums connecting with consumers, answering questions, and advocating not only for the brand, but for the consumers and customers. I think there's enormous power there. Yeah. That being said, I think we need to be careful not to build new and separate silos or processes around social. I think it's an important channel, and we've seen it adapt into a de facto customer service channel in some cases. So what we've done is we have deployed teams and we have tools and systems that are out there, and there's individuals that are watching, listening, and responding to consumers through these channels. Uh, We have trained other organizations on participation in social media, and that not only includes employees but also agents. Um, The goal here is we need to respond quickly to the customers. It doesn't matter how they contact us. They can call their agent, they can come in over the web, they can send us an email, they can call the contact center, or they can send something up on Twitter or via Facebook, and we need to make sure that we appropriately reach out to them, connect them with the right people, and then get their questions or their problems solved quickly. We've recently added a new Twitter handle, um, at Allstate Cares, that we're dedicating specifically for customer service needs. But if someone reaches us through at Allstate, we'll pick that one up right away as well. So you've touched on a on a lot, and it seems like first of all your personality comes to life of a very we're a, I don't want to put words in your, your mouth, but sort of a center of expertise, but to help connect and enable other parts of the organization. But you've just touched on customer service, regulatory, legal. There's obviously the in the world of insurance, the whole 
financial and uh, um, risk <laughs> management side of the business. And it sounds like you've got some combination of formal and formal connectivity rallying around this thing called social. That absolutely correct. I mean, early on when social first started to take hold, there were lots of questions, and you know, frankly, there was some concern and fear. Yep. But as you really start to think through, first of all, consumers are going to utilize this vehicle, so we can't avoid it. We shouldn't avoid it. We don't want to avoid it, but rather we should find a way to meet customers where they're at. Right. So as you start to work through there, you understand the risks, you mitigate the risks, and at the end of the day, you ensure that this really becomes an area of customer focus. And you're right, the way you've described it, my team doesn't have formal authority into all those departments you just referenced, but there's great connections between my team and the individuals in every functional area of the business to ensure that we stay connected as we leverage new capabilities to provide a unified experience to our customers. Right, that's great. It makes perfect sense. All right, so just before I let you go, one of the things I like to do at the end of these podcasts is to do a little bit of fun that we call speed round. And what I do, there's no right or wrong answer, but I toss out a couple of trends or technology or sort of mainstream stuff that people are familiar with and ask the guest for his or her opinion. This is sort of the what's the one or two or three words that come to your mind when I throw out um, one of these. You ready? scary. No, 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 no. Um, Go for it. All right. So let's start with this thing called mobile commerce. What's your take? I think it is important. I think it's going to vary a lot by industry. As I think about insurance, I think the aspect of mobile commerce that's taking hold fastest is bill payment. Interesting. Makes perfect sense. Really, really interesting. And to your point about the proliferation of devices and smartphones, that's clearly where it's, where it's heading. Um, all right. How about this gnarly category called daily deals or a Groupon or a living social? This is going to be a very subjective answer based upon the number of daily deals that I get hit with on a regular basis. Um, I think the value gets greatly diminished without the ability to appropriately target relevant offers. So there's a ton of things that are out there. Some are more interesting than others. Some are more compelling than others. But I believe that daily deal companies need to do a better job at targeting individuals, not just based upon their geographics, but also upon their interests to make sure the offer is relevant to them. Otherwise, I think people are going to start to opt out. Yeah, completely agree, well stated, and you have a uh, a neighboring uh, company in the Chicago area that's struggling a little bit based on the <laughs> stock price, among other things. But um, we're okay. well. Yeah, really. Okay, uh, a couple others. How about Pinterest? Yeah, this is an area that we're watching as a company. We're not currently participating in there. Um, it's very interesting to see the growth. It's very interesting to see the social aspects of it. Yep. And I've heard words like addictive being used by some of the consumers who choose to engage. So right now we're kind of an interested observer in that space, and we'll find out whether or not we believe that there's an opportunity for us to participate as an insurance provider. Yeah, really interesting. Okay, and last one just for uh, fun and giggles, QR codes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, 
this is one that I see pop up more and more. We have done some testing with these things. Um, there's still not widespread understanding among consumers in the United States, at least, about what they are and how to use them. Um, we've seen things like the U.S. Postal Service actually incenting people to leverage QR codes within direct mail as a way, I believe, to contemporize some of the things that are happening there. You know, there's a couple of problems there. Not only is there a lack of consumer understanding of what these things are, there's a lack of standards on a QR format. Yeah. So, you know, there's a variety of codes that are available right now. There's things you can do, but until there's broader education of how to use these and why a consumer should care, um, I think it's going to continue on a slow growth pattern. Yeah, it's really interesting. It sort of makes perfect sense to engage with mobile, but, boy, they haven't figured that out yet. All right. Well, while I have many more questions, we have come to the end of the time, so I want to thank you, Bob, for being my guest today. And thanks, everyone in the audience, for listening to today's conversation. If you have any questions or would like to talk further about the topic of today's show, feel free to connect with me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Glenn Engler or on my blog at www.glennengler.com. Visit www.webmasterradio.fm at 12 noon Eastern Time on Tuesdays to tune in to episodes of Market Edge. For Market Edge, this is Glenn Engler. Until next time, I'm out. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.